Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode of Coach Joe Uncensored. Uh, my name is Coach Joe. Um, I decided to jump on the podcast bandwagon to start 2023 after following NYCFC um, virtually since its inception. And following along with multiple NYCFC podcasts, I decided to hop on and uh, have a central location to have all of my opinions verbalized rather than in the tweet form. Reflecting on the 2022 season, we achieved more than some people would have imagined given the losses, but in my eyes, we um, anytime you're a step away from getting back to a MLS Cup championship and it's at your fingertips and you come away empty-handed, it is um, not good enough after the standard that we've set in 2021 winning the MLS Cup championship. Some things have happened this offseason that have kind of revamped the club. Um, we, we, we finalized Nick Cushing as our next manager, gave him the, the, the reins and... Uh, made him the full-time, took away the interim tag. And we've lost quite a bit of players that helped us hoist that 2021 MLS Cup trophy. Um, the most recent one, having been um, the official goodbye from Santiago Rodriguez, who returned to Montevideo City Torque, and officially posted on his Instagram that um, he was not will not be returning to New York City Football Club. Uh, also, um, we are in limbo currently with um, our longtime starting left center back, Alexander Kayans, um, who has not decided yet if he is going to re-sign with NYCFC, um, if he is going to sign with an MLS club, or if he is going to um, sign with a team in Europe or South America. And then also our... Um, current captain and unsigned goalkeeper Sean Johnson um, was seen uh, last last week in Toronto um, for a visit, free agent visit, and also uh, was being wined and dined and taken to a uh, Toronto Raptors game, uh, which pictures were floating around on social media about that. Um, and it's looking more and more likely every day that he is indeed going to leave for Toronto. Um, so that kind of uh, parlays us into, transitions us into um, the uh, the preseason roster for 2023. Um, that came out and was released a couple days ago, and the boys have started training down in sunny Florida for preseason. And, uh, I mean, the thing that jumps out at you right away is that the preseason roster is very young, much younger than it usually is. Um, there are some familiar names that have pre-seasoned with us before, um, and then there are some new ones, and then there are some glaring omissions, um, players that, that, that have left, um, that have become staples of our team over the last two years that are no longer here. Um, you look at the goalkeepers, you have Luis Barraza and Cody Mizell. Um, they've been around for a couple seasons. Uh, Barraza has had a few starts um, in games that weren't super important, or games that were... Um, that Sean was either resting or injured. Uh, Cody Mizell 
Um, he was uh, originally signed um, as like an emergency third keeper, or I think he was loaned to us, and then he signed. Um, but he was kind of the, the third keeper uh, replacement for when we lost Brad Stuber. Um, and then you're looking at Alex Rando and Alex Yugudiev, um, who are both youth keepers in the NYCFC uh, Academy slash NYCFC 2 system. So they're, they're going to get some quality repetitions in preseason. Uh, defenders, we have the newly signed Tony Alfaro from DC United. He's a left-footed center back, um, and the jury is still out as to whether he is going to be the heir to the left center back position vacated by currently unsigned Alexander Collins, or if he's going to be more of a depth center back a la Vuk Litinovic. Uh, we have Malti Amundsen um, at left back, um, Nicolas Benalcazer, uh, who I believe plays center back, um, Maxime Cheneau, right center back, Tavon Gray. Um, he's a hybrid right back. Um, I believe that his best position with the club is as a uh, right center back in a three in the back formation. I think that he uh, provides a lot more defensively than he does offensively going forward. Um, but that is a, a that is a source of a lot of uh, arguments and conversations in the Twitter sphere fan base of NYCFC. Uh, Clevis Haxhari. Uh, defender Tiago Martins, who uh, was recently signed or not recently he was signed last season, had a very tumultuous uh, beginning to his NYCFC tenure, um, but has kind of settled into that um, that center back role or that third center back role, and now potentially going to be that second center back role um, with the potential loss of Alexander Collins. Uh, Christian McFarlane is a NYCFC two academy left back. Uh, Samuel Owusu um, is a center back that, towards the end of last season, popped up in the 18 quite often. He's an NYCFC 2 guy, um, has received a little bit, uh, very few minutes, but has gotten on the field in MLS play. Kevin O'Toole, um, who on this list is considered a defender, um, but when he was drafted, he was considered more of a winger forward, but he's been transitioning to that of a left wing back and actually supplanted. Malti Amundsen towards the end of the season and kind of almost took his job, um, but did not prov provide any tangible statistics um, in the games that he played. He did not provide any goals, not provide any assists. Um, so that left wing back position is very much up in the air. And then uh, Stephen uh, Turnbull is also an NYCFC two guy as a defender. Uh, moving on to the midfielders, Maximo Carrizo, who made headlines as the youngest MLS signing. Um, joins the preseason in the midfield, um, along with NYCFC homegrown Justin Hack, who just resigned recently this past week. Um, I think he resigned for two years with the option year. Um, he is uh, going to be our depth at the uh, the six eight position. Um, Malcolm Johnston uh, is the uh, MLS super draft pick. Um, you guys may have heard that he's the uh, the brother of Alastair Johnson, who just transferred from CF Montreal to Celtic over uh, over in Scotland. Um, he is more of a, I guess, a center attacking midfielder, but there are some rumors floating around that potentially they might be looking to transition him to the wing back position as well. 
Um, then you have Orf, uh, Alfredo Morales, um, who is more of our, our true six, even though sometimes uh, Cushing and, and Dahlia thought that it was appropriate to have him play as a center pivot in a three in the back, which is not really his uh, most comfortable position to play. Um, I believe he is a true six. Uh, Keaton Parks, who has had a rough year and a half um, with uh, blood clots in his legs and being out for extended periods of time. He returns as our box-to-box eight. Uh, Matias Pellegrini, who um, was claimed on waivers last year, wasn't really given a fair run out. Um, uh, he was uh, pretty much released at the end of this year. He wasn't renewed. Um, and then uh, I guess his contract was restructured and he was claimed again. So he was back on the roster. I'm hoping that he uh, can gel some more during this preseason and uh, show the potential that he showed to earn himself a DP spot with Inter Miami when he first came into the league back in 2020, I believe. Um, and then we have Jonathan Shore, who is a young NYCFC Academy, NYCFC 2 player um, in the midfield. Moving on to the forwards, we have Thiago Andrade, who was assigning last year, Brazilian, tall. Um... He is a player who has shown bits of potential, um, but he's also another player where we don't really know where he uh, where he plays. Is he a striker? Is he a winger? Can he play as a wing back? Um, so th- this will be a big year for him um, coming up in 2023 because he kind of has to prove something, prove his worth to be on this roster, provide goals, provide assists, do something of note to uh, to kind of keep his his uh, his roster spot and to get renewed. Uh, Johnny Dennis is another uh, forward but, uh, with high potential. Um, if you, anybody you talk to in NYCFC um, 2 or the academy, they, they all rave about his potential and what, and what he potentially could do um, with the senior team going forward. Andres Jason, um, who is a, another player who is listed as a forward on this roster, but he's kind of played a little bit of everywhere during his NYCFC senior team tenure. Um, he's played as a right winger. He's played as a right fullback. Um, maybe even a, maybe even, even even played as a as a like a true winger in a in a three three up top formation. Um, but his biggest claim uh, on his on to fame with this team is that he uh, he gets fouled a lot. He's he's very slippery with the ball, um, but then he gets hacked down and he uh, gets fouled pretty easily. He is a, he is a slighter smaller player, um, so he does tend to get bullied around a little bit. Um, but he's another one that he kind of has to uh, start producing um, to really earn this uh, this roster spot with NYCFC because, I mean, it's a great story that he's a homegrown, but um, NYCFC has not had a homegrown player score a goal in the history of the club. Um, we are really good at producing defenders, and we, are, uh, we have not produced uh, strikers and forwards at the rate of other clubs that have come in after us, who have had homegrown players score. Um, then we have uh, JJ Jonathan Jimenez, uh, who's another uh, high potential player similar to Dennis. Um, he's a player that has uh, the potential to crack the uh, the senior team and uh, hopefully potentially uh, score some goals. Then we have a new guy. Um, he's been in the system, uh, but this is his first time coming to uh, coming to a preseason. His name is Din Klepija, um, but I've also seen his name uh, spelled Dino. 
Um, I don't know much about him, uh, but if we if we can get some young guys to come in and play play the forward positions, play the striker positions, and put the ball in the back of the net, I'm all for it. Uh, then we have Talis Magno, who is another um, question mark. Uh, most people think that his best position is on the left wing, kind of coming in and using his right foot. Um, and but now all of a sudden, there's a report came out from actually from him, um, an uh, uh, an interview. Stating that um, that he's going to see a lot of time at the nine this year, and that they are fully committed to to turning him into a striker. Um, and most of us know that as as a striker in the NYCFC system, that we've been sorely lacking in that in that area since uh, since Tati Castellanos tra- uh, was loaned to Girona in Spain. Um, so Talos has a big weight on his shoulders to to produce and to kind of carry the front three um, and score goals and and help us win games. Matthew Myers is a, another 22-23 super draft pick from Rutgers and High Point. Um, it's, I saw some highlights. It seems like he can put the ball in the back of the net, but um, NYCFC does not have a very high success rate of drafting players from the MLS super draft. So we'll have to see. The jury's still out. Um, Brodilio Rodriguez is another MLS Super Draft pick from Division Two. I forget what the name of the school is, um, but he is a unique draft pick because he played, I, I believe, professional in in Portugal, um, and and then came to the states to play um, college soccer, and then now is it was be, was being drafted. Um, so he's someone definitely someone definitely to keep your eye on. Um, during preseason and see if he can find a solidify and get that that roster spot because these 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 roster spots these last couple roster spots are really up in the air and anybody can take them um, so I'm interested to see what he can do um, during the next uh, couple weeks heading into uh, preseason and then once the preseason games start um, we, we are in Florida for the first week or so and then we go out to California to uh, participate in the Coachella Valley Invitational against some other MLS clubs and then, last but not least, we have uh, Gabe Segal, um, and he is a recent signing. Uh, as of like last week, he um, he played college soccer. Then he went overseas. Um, I forget what club he's coming from. I believe it's Holland or somewhere. Um, but he uh, he's young, and he um, he got what he got claimed. I guess is the right the right word. Um, because once you uh, once you say that you're coming back to um, to the MLS, you have to. Uh, there's a, a allocation order of players, and we had I think we had to make a trade with someone to be able to sign him. But he's a striker, um, and uh, hopefully we're we're trying to get some people in here to see if we can't have some depth. Um, another player who left during the off season is uh, is Abair. Um, anybody who follows me on Twitter knows how I feel about a bear um, and uh, I wish him all the best in Seattle but I am very glad that we are moving on in a different direction uh, from him uh, so that rounds out the roster um, you'll notice that I kind of omitted um, Gabriel Pereira and Mitya Elenik uh, because they are both Unable to report to camp in Orlando due to visa issues. Uh, Gabriel Pereira is our is our right winger, 
Um, he, but he's left-footed. Um, he is very promising. He scored a lot of banger goals. Um, he's part of the Brazilian conglomerate that we kind of have going on in uh, in the in the club. And uh, hopefully he can get his visa situation fixed at, fixed so he can get here and, and, and play start gelling with the with some of these new guys. And then uh, Mitya Elenik is a 18 year old uh, right back. So, um, he's Slovenian, I believe. Um, and uh, he is uh, coming with a lot of uh, a lot of potential. Um, some good uh, some good reports come out on him uh, being able to fit the um, f- fill the uh, the hole left by uh, departing Anton Tinnerholm, who left to go back to Malmo back in Sweden to be closer to family. Um, and then also uh, Chris Gloster, who is who has been a left back for the past couple seasons for NYCFC. Um, he's a similar story to um, to Gabe Segal. He was overseas, uh, kind of couldn't hack it over there, and then he kind of came back to MLS. And he's trying to prove himself. He scored a goal, I think, last season. He scored a goal, or maybe it was two seasons ago he scored a goal. Um, but he kind of he can't seem to to kind of stay on the field. Um, he plays a lot with NYCFC too. Can't really get on the field for NYC uh, for NYCFC senior team. But that's because at, um, the left back is a is a hard position. We have Malti, um, we have O'Toole now, um, and then we have uh, we have um, Gloucester. So I mean, it's, it's definitely a, and also. Uh, Christian McFarland. So there, we have four left backs. So that, that's a really hard position to to crack and to get to get in, get some minutes, um, even at the NYCFC two level. Um. So last night um, on Instagram, uh, we had um, Alexander Collins go on live. Now um, Alexander Collins's primary language is Spanish, being Peruvian. So I didn't understand a lot of, lot of what he was saying, um, but pretty much when anybody asked a question about NYCFC, he says that he doesn't know at this time what's going to happen. Um, and it's kind of he's kind of keeping it just uh, surface level, superficial, not really getting too deep into it. Um, but it is the first time that we've uh, seen him on live since this whole contract negotiation and um, contract lapse has happened. Um, in terms of future signings, um, there hasn't been too much um, news on that front. Um, there are certain sources on Twitter that seem to think that there are going to be some signings coming, but um, he can. Uh, these, these these sources can neither confirm nor deny nor give any tangible evidence that they have any information whatsoever. Um, so this was my first ever episode of Coach Show Uncensored. Um, I say uncensored because I have a tendency to use colorful language, although I did not use it today. <laughs> but, um, I'm sure as I loosen up and get into the flow of this that, uh, you'll, you'll see my personality come through. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Coach Joe with the, uh, with, in Joe is a zero. Um, and then also on Instagram, uh, same thing, Coach Joe. Or you can find me on Apple Podcasts at Coach Joe Uncensored. Um, hopefully we have some news coming here um, this weekend or next week. 
I'm enjoying seeing the training videos of the boys down in Florida, and hopefully we have some games coming up here on the, I think on our first game's on the 18th, so next week. Um, we'll probably have another podcast after the game uh, just to talk about the result and see what players uh, kind of played and see how things are going and see if there's any signings. Um, so, uh, so that's it for, for episode one. Uh, hope, hopefully you guys can uh, follow the show and, and uh, interact with me on Twitter. But uh, deuces.